I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you a story about a man who matched his immense education with great humility. This is the story of John of Damascus. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution and comfort. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 93, on page 392 of the prayer book. The Lord is king and has put on glorious apparel. The Lord has put on his apparel and girded himself with strength. He has made the round world so sure that it cannot be moved. Ever since the world began, your throne has been established. You are from everlasting. The floods have risen, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods have lifted up their waters. Mightier than the sound of many waters, mightier than the waves of the sea. O Lord, who dwells on high is mightier. Your testimonies, O Lord, are very sure. Holiness adorns your house forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In a world full of pride, we cannot hear enough stories about humility. Let me tell you the story of John of Damascus. He was born in Damascus, Syria in 675, born to Sergius Mansur, who was the treasurer 
of the caliph. Odd, of course, for an Islamic caliphate to employ a Christian in such a senior position, but Sergius was known as a man of good, sound character. Now, Sergius, in this high position, wanted his son well-educated, but he also wanted to keep him from what he regarded as the character-corrupting influence of the educators in Syria, who prized archery, military fighting, and athletics over almost everything else. He found the perfect tutor one day in the slave market in Damascus, a man named Cosmas of Calabria, who was a philosopher monk who had been captured and was being sold in the market. And Sergius recognized this Christian learned man as an opportunity for John to have a great personal tutor. And he was. John was tutored in every subject by Cosmos, from grammar, philosophy, astronomy, geometry, classical literature, and Christian scripture. Interestingly, after Sergius's death, his son John was appointed as chief advisor to the caliph, a position even higher than his father's. And during this time, John was caught up in all kinds of theological controversies of his day. The one that stands out is the controversy about the veneration of icons. And he ended up going head-to-head with the Byzantine emperor himself, Leo III. John effectively argued that veneration of icons was not worship, and that the incarnation of Jesus had radically changed the way that we are invited to know God. The invisible God in the Incarnation had made himself visible in the person of Jesus. And so, in John's own words, I do not worship matter. I worship the God of matter who became matter for my sake and deigned to inhabit matter who worked out my salvation through matter. John's arguments ended up being enormously influential and decisive. It turns out that decades after John's death, the Second Council of Nicaea in 787 affirmed John's position in defense of icons. But during his life, he suffered for his position. Emperor Leo so disliked John that he ended up forging a letter in John's name about overthrowing the caliph who John worked for. And the caliph, whether he believed the letter or not, as various versions of the story go— did end up removing John from his high position. John was 51 years of age at this time, and he decided to give up his significant wealth. He had been put aside from all his rank and importance and instead joined a monastery in Jerusalem. I love to read the story of how none of the monks were willing to oversee John because of his great education, great fame, former great position, and great wealth. They all assumed that John would be too proud to submit to monastic instruction. So in order to test his submission, one monk ordered John to take a shipment of baskets that they had made at the monastery into Damascus and to not return until he had sold them for twice their asking price. Now, anyone who's had experience haggling in markets like Damascus will know that these are mature shoppers who always go for the lowest possible price. And it made 
John's task of trying to oversell the price of these baskets impossible until some of John's former employees and servants recognized their humbled master and took pity on him and bought the baskets at the price he was asking so that he could return. What a picture of a man who once commanded armies of employees and servants, now humbled and impoverished in a market selling baskets and having those same employees be in that position of strength and authority above him. See, John's life began at the top, but it ended, it seemed, at the bottom. But of course, in the kingdom of God, that's all upside down. It reminds me of Jesus' words in Matthew 20, beginning at verse 25, when Jesus called to his disciples and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is the story of John of Damascus, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, 
all good counsels and all just works. Give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude this evening with a prayer for submission to God's will. John of Damascus modeled how humility teaches us and enables us to submit to God's will over and against our own sense of entitlement. This is prayer number 91 from the prayer book on page 673. O Holy Spirit, beloved of my soul, I adore you. Enlighten me, guide me, strengthen me, console me, tell me what I should do. Give me your orders. I promise to submit myself to all that you desire of me and to accept all that you permit to happen to me. Let me only know your will. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.